Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to a special edition of Matter of Theology. My name is Chris. I am one of your hosts, and uh, we are honored uh, that you have taken this time to listen, uh, and thank you for your support. And um, this is going to be something a little different. Um, gonna be, we're going to be trying something, um, and you guys are going to have to let us know what you think. Um, a few weeks back, I had a very good friend of mine um, who's a listener of the show, has been for a while, and uh, uh, he's one of those guys that when, when he sees something in the world, when it has to do with culture or, or something within the church, he uh, will send me a message and be like, so can we expect a podcast on this topic? Um, and sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is maybe. Um, but uh, he he reached out to me after one of our latest episodes and just was super encouraging. And and then he, he uh, threw something at me that I had been kind of starting to think about anyway, but he just said, hey, man, what if what if you guys uh, did more um, more content where you're where you're expositing? text of scripture where you're going through what the Bible says and just teaching through that um, uh, bit by bit. And he said, I love it when you guys do that. Um, I appreciate the the discernment and the, um, the, the, the rebuke when necessary and the admonishment as well. Um, but man, it would be, it would be cool to have something to listen to where you're just teaching through scripture. Uh, so it's super encouraging and admonishing. And so, um, I, I had already been kind of wrestling with, uh, with the idea of doing that. And, um, and, and so as the Lord had it, uh, over the last couple of weeks during, uh, my specific study times through scripture, uh, the Lord has been, um, super graceful and um, the, the time that I've had to really sit and, and unpack and sit with the scriptures and pray through them. And so, uh, so we're going to try it. Um, and you guys are going to have to have to let us know what you think. Um, do, you, do you like this? Do you uh, want more of this? Would you want it more consistently, less consistently? Uh, I think the plan is right now, I think twice a month we'll take um, we'll take a, a passage of scripture, a, a sentence, a half of a, a half of a verse, or or a whole section of the scripture, and just um, just unpack what God's word says and what it means by what it says in a short format. Um, something you can listen to on the way to work or on the way home or during the day or whenever you would choose to. Um, so so that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna try it. And again, let us know what you think. Uh, leave us a review um, uh, wherever you are listening to uh, this podcast. So if you would, grab your copy of God's Word and let's open up together. Um, and I am going to be doing the same uh, to the, the book of Second Peter. Second Peter is it's, uh, Hebrews, James, First Peter, and then Second Peter. So... Um, and we're going to be in Second Peter chapter one, uh, just at the beginning here. And um, if you guys didn't know, um, the preferred translation of Matter of Theology is the Legacy Standard Bible or the LSB, um, and or the NASB, the New American Standard Bible. So, um, but if you have an ESV, you're good as well. Um, so, um, just just so you know, it, the words that I may be reading may may differ from yours a little bit, but that is a good thing. That is okay. Uh, so here we go. Um, I love, I love this. Um, and let me just pause here for a second and plug an episode that we did with, uh, Dr. William Varner, who was one of the translators, 
Um, he's one of the translators of the Legacy Standard Bible, and um, he he talked specifically about what I'm about to read. Um, and Second uh, Peter, the second letter of Peter, opens um, with Simeon Peter in, in the LSB. If you want to hear why, go listen to that episode with Dr. Varner. Here we go. Simeon Peter, a slave and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have received the same kind of faith as ours by the righteousness of our God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the full knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the full knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises, so that by them you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. So we're going to stop there. And what we're going to do is over these next few days together, or whenever you listen to this, we're going to specifically unpack verse four. Uh, Verse four from second Peter one, I'm going to read it again. It says, for by these, he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises so that by them, you may become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. So in this first in this first uh, in this first episode, um, I've I've titled it "Promises Granted." Promises granted, and what we're going to do is over the next few days we're going to take a look at verse number four. There is so much here, and in the few minutes that we have together each day, uh, we're just going to scratch the surface because because we could we could camp. We could camp out on this one verse of scripture for a while and still and still not truly get to the bottom of the well, the rich well that is the word of God. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start with this. Um, and, and the apostle Peter pins these words under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. For by these, he has granted to us his precious and magnificent promises. So promises granted. And I think anybody out there who would profess faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, at least I hope you would, would understand the magnitude of what has been granted to us in Christ Jesus. So Peter says, for by these, um, which, which literally means through which, for by these, he, that he being God, that he being Christ, that he being the Holy Spirit, our Trinitarian God, he has granted to us. Okay, now now notice in verse three that the apostle Peter writes, seeing that his divine power has granted to us. Okay, so what I want you to do is uh, take a pen, take a pencil, take a highlighter in your copy of God's word. And yes, it's okay to write in your Bible. Okay. It's okay to do that and either circle or underline granted to us, granted to us. This is incredibly important. So in verse four, when Peter says for by these, well, what are the, these Well, back up, back up to the opening of this letter that Peter is pinning. 
And the these here refer to the grace and peace that we have been given, the grace and peace through the power, that divine power. Okay, um, that and, and that word for power, by the way, is the same word that we see in uh, in Romans chapter one and verse 16. So we're going to flip over there real quick. And in Romans and at Romans chapter one and verse 16, the apostle Paul writes, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes to the Jew first and also to the Greek. It is the power, uh, the dunamis in the Greek, the power of God, the power that, that and, and, and Peter is very specific to state the divine power, the power of God that has been granted to us, given to us, bestowed to us, presented as a gift to us. For by these, the grace and the peace through the power he has give, give, given to us, granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness. And, 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 and these are gifts that we've been given. They are gifts. We don't deserve them. You know, the whole, the whole concept of a gift is, is that it's, it's, you are blessing someone with something that, that they weren't expecting, nor do they deserve. And, and that's what we see in the scriptures is that we have been, we have been granted this, this power. We have been granted uh, these magnificent and precious promises. Well, what are those promises? And what do you mean? What do you mean, Chris? We don't deserve them. Well, in Ephesians chapter one, or excuse me, Ephesians chapter two, we see the apostle Paul writing to the church at Ephesus, reminding, uh, reminding them that, um, that, Hey, that we were all of us, that they were, and we are dead. We were dead in, in, in our transgressions and sins in which we formerly walked according to the course of this world, according to the ruler of the power of the air, the spirit that is now working in the sons of disobedience among whom we also formally conducted ourselves in the lusts of our flesh, doing the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, even as the rest. So notice the Apostle Paul using a lot of the same words that Peter, or Peter is using a lot of the same words that the Apostle Paul is using. You know, we see divine nature. Here we see Paul in Ephesians 2 mentioning that the nature that we had, we were children of wrath. We were dead in our transgressions and sins. We deserve nothing, absolutely nothing. Romans chapter 5 um, uh, again, back to the book of Romans, the apostle Paul writes, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Skipping down to verse number six, for while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will hardly die for a righteous man, though perhaps for a good man, someone would dare even to die. But God demonstrates his own love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. 
much more than having now been justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath of God through him. For if while we were enemies, listen to that. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only this, but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received the reconciliation. So that's, that's where we start for by these, this grace and peace that we've been given through the divine power, through the divine power of God, through the sacrifice, the finished and ongoing work of the Lord Jesus Christ, he has granted unto us everything. We are so richly blessed for those of us who are in Christ. We have everything we need and then some. What more do we really need? Now, I understand we all have temporal needs, but here Peter's referring to the greatest need and answers the greatest question that anyone made in the image of God could hope to answer is how can sinful man be made right with a holy God? So that's where we're going to start. We're going to start with the gospel of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says that that each of us, each of us born into this world are born uh, in, we, we are born in sin. We are sinners by nature. That's why we sin. We are enemies of God. We are, uh, there is a chasm between us and God because of our sin. We are dead in our transgressions and sins. We have hearts of stone, incapable, incapable of choosing to follow a holy God. We were by nature children of his wrath, under the wrath and the judgment of God, destined to spend an eternity separated from, from his presence in heaven and experience his unbridled and justified wrath in hell. But here, here we see that the God-man, that the Lord Jesus Christ, born of a virgin, lived a perfect life, lived the life that you and I could not live and then he stepped in our place, died for our sins, and three days later rose again and is ascended and is seated at the right hand of God. So my question for you as you listen to this is, do you know him? Have you repented of your sin? Have you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ? Have you confessed him as Lord? And if you have not, then I would beg of you, I would beg of you to do that today, to, to turn from your sin, to repent, to turn to Christ, to confess him as Lord, as we are not guaranteed another breath. Behold, today is the day of salvation. Please turn and, 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 and do that now. If you have, if you are in Christ and you know that he is your Lord, take time today to be thankful, to be grateful to stop and consider that you have everything you need in Christ that he has by his divine power granted to us everything pertaining to life and the godliness that he has by these, by his grace, by his peace, by, by the, all the things pertaining to life and godliness that he has given us in Christ, that he has granted and given to us and presented us as, as, as a gift that we don't deserve these precious, these most precious and magnificent promises. Be grateful today.
thank you so much for tuning into uh, this very first um, MOT short, <laughs> or I'm not sure what we're going to call it yet. You tell us what we should call it. Um, and uh, next time, what we're going to do, we're going to continue in Second Peter, um, the chapter one in verse four, and we're going to really unpack uh, these precious and magnificent promises. We're going to unpack these two words um, and and start to get into the why. Why has he granted to us these precious and magnificent promises? So thanks again. We hope uh, and pray that you and yours are well. We'll see you on the next one.